Aloha. What? Yeah. I'm the biggest fan penis has ever had. He drives him to the bar nuts to butts on the back of his bike. are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode 339 of the show. Very stoked to have you in the mix. If you would like to reach out, please do so. I feel like the movie we're going to talk about today is a cultural touchstone for a lot of people. So um, if you would like to reach out, please do mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. Additionally, you can call us. Certain people call us every week. We could use some new meat. Call us at 949-464-TBLS. If you are a Red Circle subscriber, we have a new subscriber-only show that if it's not up when you're hearing this, it'll be up in the next day or so. Uh, subscribe there. Go to the website, theballerlifestyle.com, and click the link at the top of the page to subscribe to our bonus content. Or you go to my Twitter. It's around. Or just go to the go to the app that you're listening to the show on right now. And in the show notes, there's a there's a link that you can click to get on the Red Circle. Seems like everybody's able to operate the Red Circle these days. I haven't heard any complaints. I am jo- joined now. As I am every single week by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing well. And uh, the movie we're doing, I believe I went the day it opened Wow! to this movie. Wow. We're talking about the program today. I've never seen it the whole way through until last night and today. And just now I just finished watching it. I've seen parts. And, well, let's not, we're going to end up talking about it. So let's just, let's just knock our regular business out of the way and uh and the, unless there's something you want to talk about first no. anything we should have oh i do have okay yeah a bone to pick with oh. the uh what, what are we calling her the penis connoisseur uh yeah oh yeah well i i i listened to that part again and i feel like maybe i don't know i felt like there were assumptions about me that were just wrong oh really like oh, ed, ed doesn't like dicks or ed ed is down oh, and there was I, a whole thing i was like what yeah i'm the biggest fan penis has ever had right we're the and, dick well you don't like seeing them in, seeing them in porno we know that that's that yeah, screws that's up your game i don't yeah, yeah, because they they love that apple bag cam. They love the undercarriage scene, and I don't like it. I, it, it takes me out. Right, right. Yeah, hey, that's hey, but, that's a matter of personal preference. But also, it was like Ed. Ed uh, well, you always say it's not. I I was saying that picture doesn't make it doesn't confirm size, and yeah, I sort of, I sort of 
half I, I did not get out the camera or anything. I sort of could could see just laying in bed. It's not it's not hard to do that. It was the distance one where they went all Zapruder with the yeah, uh that gave you a real scenes yeah. in the movie. Yeah. That shows size. Well the I other mean, one, like yeah, it's all perspective. Yeah. I mean I get it looked pretty big to me, but I get what you're saying. It's the it's and I think I said this on the show, it's the holding up of the fish. If you did not hear last week, we reviewed we reviewed with, I guess, Frank voicemailer, um, the penis connoisseur, the Chris Evans dick yes. pic that he air quotes beautiful guy accidentally. And I get it. I get that you were a little bit skeptical. I would agree with you that you're not typically a skeptic. Like whose dicks have we seen on the show? Um, you know what she made? Well, we saw, but we saw, uh, what's his name? Draymond green. And that looked odd because of the oh. camera. Oh, I don't even remember that. You know, like there, it was, it was blotchy looking. Oh, it was. You could tell this was, this was beautiful. Right. But I mean, you know, the pa- the camera and the lighting. It's tough. This was beautiful. Yeah. I, there was no denying that. But it was in black and white. It was it was artfully done. And yes. then we we got the uh, the uh, the mock up by the uh, the gay website that amazing. colorized it. Amazing. Which was great. Yes. But it, that the problem with the Dream on Green picture was, uh, it was just a a extreme close up in color bad lighting it, it looked bad i'm trying to look right now but it's like all blurred out or like is it our web remember yeah. we didn't yeah. we found it to be unappealing this it was beautiful looking i was just Gorgeous saying dick. you could you could make it look like i've, I've said i you know i'm decidedly average i right. i would i wouldn't claim one way or the other yes um one to the right? Are you one to the right as, as am I? Or you're, you're hopeful that you're one to the right as am I? I mean, I, I never really, I never thought about it. And maybe that's because of porn. Oh, that well, that, that screws so it up for everybody. And, and I felt pretty bad about myself. And when I finally, I think there was a situation. Yeah, I mean, growing up, I must have measured. But it, it was like in. Oh, my God. I'm not sure I'm ready last, for this. No, but I'm saying yeah. in adulthood, yeah. I remember I finally happened to be near a ruler and I was like, oh, wait a second. I'm um, average. Oh, OK. Yeah. Average dick. Yeah. Like, well, it's I, porn screws it up for everybody. And also, right. ev- I'm saying I, yeah. I went through like high school and those years thinking like, oh, man, you know, I'm just yes. I'm, I'm not in good shape compared to the, the rest of the uh, world. And then you realize like, no, I'm, I'm average. But uh, all I was yeah. saying is this this week looking down, I was like. Oh yeah, I can recreate that picture, even though I don't think I'm the same as yeah, him. But it yeah. was that second picture that showed off the size. And she, well, I could. And she was like, you can tell by the underwear. No, I recreated oh, it, which yeah. created mm-hmm. a weird situation mm-hmm. for myself because mm-hmm. I had something going on, and I started thinking about Captain Kirk, which was weird for me. Oh, you got you got hard thinking about. No, no, I was I was. Going through, yeah, the motions of of uh, a man by himself. Oh right, uh huh. And, yes. and I took a look, and I was like, oh wait a second, let me I take a picture of this. this. Yeah, but then it took me out of the. You know, this is the reason why I don't go for men in the the uh, on you porn for that reason. Because then all of a sudden I'm thinking about something that's not what I'm into. Uh, yeah. Well, Draymond. Well, hold on a second. We might need to get it. Was the 
we might need to get the penis connoisseur to review Draymond Green here because I just want the coloring of the picture. Like that would look blotchy. Well, he's right? got a two tone situation. He's got uh problem. it wasn't I, I'm not I can't remember what the size situation. Yeah. I just remember the, the coloring of the picture. It's, it looked odd. It looks like when, it's bad Yeah, like the the head and like the the first part of the shaft is like a lighter color than the rest, which is very dark. But I'm 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 gonna come right out and say it. I mean, not for a guy that's what six eight, six yeah, seven. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. I mean, he's got right. he's got a bigger dick than I do, but it's not like I'm not completely blown away. But again, this could be an angle situation. This could be a thing. I feel like. You, I feel like the um, penis connoisseur felt her bona fides were being questioned because you're you're a natural skeptic, Ed. You were skeptical of Captain you America. I said it was beautiful from the start. Yeah, but you're saying it. Well, you it you intimated you intimated start. that it wasn't that large. I said we can't tell from that picture. I didn't say it's not. I I was saying you. Guys can recreate this type of thing mm-hmm. to scale based on where the camera is. That's my that was my right, point. Right. I wasn't saying it wasn't good looking. I wasn't saying it wasn't big. Yes, I was saying that picture doesn't confirm hmm. size. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I lean towards it looking pretty big to me. But I get what you're saying. If you if you're good at taking pictures, um. You know, maybe you could make it and look black bigger. black and white it helps. It helps it not look bad like the Draymond picture. Um, now, so, yeah, well, black and white does help. Like you don't if you're gonna send that off because it could be that you know our our gay friends on the gay internet they colored it in and they gave it just a nice healthy color. Could be real pink, which. I feel like the the penis connoisseur would have downgraded it if it were. Although it's kind of dark in the uh, in the black and white, so maybe not. Um, I think it's a pretty good size. I think. Uh, well, the second picture showed for sure. Right, right. He's working with a big rig. Yeah, he's for sure. That second picture when he's with Anna Ferris, yeah, was that was Anna Ferris. Yep, he's uh, he's put together. He's yeah. got a nice, healthy bulge, and the gay internet had worked out via the. Oh know, yeah, they got out protractors. Yeah, there's and, like and there's like geometry professors on the gay internet, and they're uh, they know what they're doing. You know, they're they'll size you up because the uh, sorry, people are texting me the. Uh, the gays, like, that's important to them. If you're if you're a gay guy and you're into a certain size of penis, you're going to want to make sure that it's that size. But I think, uh, no, I, I would say that we, both of us appreciate a good penis. We had, uh, I mean, to this point, I would say the champion of this show was would be Orlando Bloom. He was, um. he was, he was paddling that boat with it. It was, but I, I kind of think Pine was the best of all. Wait, Evans? Not, not, not Pine, Evans. Right. I get all these Chris's. Right. Um, no, I thought Evans was the best looking one of all. Oh, the most handsome. 
And, uh, and now you agree that it's large. You were just saying, and so maybe the, the penis connoisseur and myself don't understand. You're saying that regardless that it's, it was impossible to make a judgment on size. Of course. Based on that picture, it took right. the protracted elements brought to us by the gay internet to confirm yeah. for you that it was a large penis because a smaller penis. Well, much- you know, the eyeball test of that second set of pictures where it's covered up. Yeah, is for sure. You could tell sure. you could tell there was size and bulk he there. Could, he could be stuffed. I, just, I, felt, I felt like there were. Just the kind of store was coming in hot with with assumptions. Oh, Ed, you're you're always a skeptic. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm I'm just I'm just saying that picture can be recreated. And it, I didn't say it wasn't it's, good looking for yeah. that picture. It's just you you can't you can't judge size on a close up next to your leg. I'm gonna I'm it's, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to recreate based on your. I don't have any um briefs. So, I, I did it with uh, basketball shorts. Yeah, I have shorts. I don't know if I can. I'm going to attempt to make myself look like the Captain America, Chris Evans, and I'll see. I'll see what I can do with camera work. But uh, see, I didn't do it with camera, but I can tell you yes, just yeah. when you're laying back, you can look at it from the angle of I'm, when that picture is. Well, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to. I'm going to do that. Con- controversy here on the show. Uh, okay, let's do a quick voicemail. Where's the button for that? Oh, it's right here. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless. Shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Oh, he's one voicemail, and it looks like it might be from the man himself. Of course, it is. Yeah, he likes to call in. Right, right, Edster. Easy, Edster. Oh, he's kind of quiet. What Here is we go. up? Here we go. Your boy, the king of content creation, Manuel from Gardena, aka Matt in LA in the house. A little food for thought. So why is it that now we're going back to saying 2020 uh, when for years we were saying 2000, 2001, up to 2019, et cetera? My theory is because when we jumped from 1999, notice we never said 1,999. Oh, yeah, I was born in the year 1,975. No, we said I was born in 1975. I mean, he's kind of right here. So, again, back to my theory of why. The problem is it's like anything. He's making it seem like this year is the first year we switched it up. No, we've been doing it the whole time. Were people saying 2012, 2011? No, it's 2011, 2012. But people, yes, that's true. But like, I know. And and there there were weirdos that were still forcing it along. But yeah, I think most normal people. 
moved along let's, a long time ago. Let's not. I mean, uh, the day just passed. It's a day that we'll never forget. Obviously, September eleventh. What year? Two thousand one. No one says twenty oh one, even though that would be the nomenclature, because no one says nineteen hundred and one, right? But also, who gives a fuck? Nobody except Manuel. Manuel finds these things that, that irritate him. We've been saying year yeah. 2000 for so long was exactly that. When we jumped from 1999 to 2000, it just was unnatural to say 2000 because nobody says okay. 2000. No, not 2000. Not to, not <laughs> 2000. 2000. But what? But when? But when is he? I feel like he's implying that he was saying 2019, and then he, he's saying. I feel like we jumped to 2020. Like, was he, did he do this for 19 no, years? No, nobody was saying 2019. 2019. I think that's what he's implying. 2011. I think. 2010. I think that's what he's, I think he's implying that though. I think it ended 2009. People were saying 2009 for whatever reason, just cause it's, you look at that number. That's how you say that number. You don't say 2009. You just don't. It's not how we talk. But then it hit 2010 and we started saying the 20. I, I, I have a feeling Manuel he, just made this transition. He was, he was saying 2019? Or is he just eight months or ago? Or is he just doing topical topical comedy from 10 years ago? <laughs> That's a good question. Does he have any Y2K <laughs> jokes he wants to do? Let's let him finish here. But seriously, folks, <laughs> what's with the so, double digits? <laughs> I think we were programmed to say 2000, 2001, up until 2019. Because oh, now see, he's to the yeah, point he did. He where, did. Uh, 2020. He said, Wait, he just said 2019. Wait. Yeah, he yes, did say that. He's still going with it. That's what I'm saying. He's not. He was one of the people still doing it. Nobody was doing it. Um. Yeah, this is crazy. This is this is insane. He's the only one. He's mad at himself. All right, right. And like, so you know he's I'm he's in the surface industry. So like, he was making appointments. Um. Like when he was making yeah. a January appointment. Okay, we're gonna meet January twelfth, two thousand eighteen. Right. That's when you hang. You were like, oh my god, this guy's crazy. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, I'm, sur- I'm shocked here. 20 now. But say you, little food for thought, little bit of nothing, you know? Hey, I don't know shit fat with big tits, right? What do you expect? I don't, what? Outro! Oh, outro, okay. Um, so, guys, it's time to start calling it 2020. All of you... Out there that have been saying all you holdouts for the last nine months, nine and a half months that have been saying 2020. <laughs> you can't say that anymore, guys. It's time to say 2020. No longer 2020, like you've been saying. Thank you for that, Manuel. Uh, a couple quick emails here. Uh oh. Oh, no. Okay, hold on. Thought this was from Canard. This is more reaction to canard in kansas if you haven't been listening i would encourage you guys to go back and listen to the last couple episodes i can't remember it might have started like four episodes ago we had a very important email a sex and relationship question from our good friend canard in kansas whose 
found, he thought, a love connection until the next morning when she brazenly destroyed his bathroom. Then, and he, he got more, much more graphic, as you can imagine. I don't traffic in that kind of language, but you, if you go back and listen to the show, you can, you can get the details there. Then additionally, we gave him some advice on it and it was varying advice. So it was the, it was the, what movie did we do with Travis and uh, Jason? Major league, major league. So it started on the major league episode and then continued into last week where Kennard reached back out to us to let us know he went ahead and, and scheduled a second date, tried to control the food and beverage a little bit better this time avoided using the same restroom as her got a morning sesh nine and a half weeks style in the kitchen stand-up sex counter sex i'm i'm gonna come right out and say it i like to fuck on a bed straight up i'm not into the cat like you Hey, we get started. We get a little sexual in the kitchen. I'm like, hey, let's go to the bed or at the very least the couch. I'm not trying to fuck in the kitchen. I'm not trying to fuck standing up. I'm not trying to, to make up new positions. I'm going with the tried and true. I gotta say, oh my God. I gotta say, You're a kitchen counter guy. Not a, no, no, no. I was going to say the opposite. I even find the couch to be a can be hard. Situation. I agree. I totally agree. I got one of those modular couches. So it's like. You know, it's a couch, but it's like three pieces that can c- come apart and you can rearrange them however you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is, is that, yeah, it's a sectional, but it's like pieces. The problem is, is where the pieces come together. It could be like That's if you fall asleep on it, go. gets you in the ribs, gets you in the hips, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and you start banging it out. You start getting a nice rhythm going. Those sections start sliding. Those sections start coming apart. And all of a sudden, you got some space <laughs> yeah, just, in between. The how, girls falling in between. Really? How far are you from a bed? Right. That, I mean, Get that's to the thing. The bed. Start in different spots. Get to the bed. You're never that far. Get to the bed. Just fucking a bed. Just banging a bed. I will say that I don't like to allow too much, but um, well, I'm not going to say. I'm going to read this email. Ballers, are you 100% sure you are giving the best advice to Kennard in Kansas? At this point, isn't just being honest the best policy? Ask her. I think we did. We discussed this. Just, hey, say something to her. Ask her at the right time if there is something that. Oh, my God. I gotta, I, I gotta start pre-reading these. I like, to, I like to get a natural reaction. I don't like to juice them, but sometimes they go a little long, and it's like I should have cut out a big chunk. But I like, I like to react to these things naturally, and then, but then you run into problems like this. Ask her at the right time if there is something that causes the Alabama apple splatters. Can't <laughs> <laughs> talk like that. And can relay. That I appreciate a clean toilet. If she can't handle the humor, open the door to the relationship and jump out of it. This is the problem in our country. 
We cannot act human and understand each other or even try. This is exactly why Dolomites. Oh, my God. Not this again. This is exactly why Dolomites white Christmas special is important. I want to understand how he got her to overachieve and stay on the mouth stuff. Give me, um, I apologize, guys. This is not, these are not my words. I want to understand how he got her to overachieve and stay on the mouth stuff until sperm exploded out of her nose. Oh my God. Uh, I'm, I'm blushing here. I myself have not had or even heard of such a thing. It's because he's making it up. Gents, <laughs> gaining the right knowledge is important. Brian, yes, you need to have a whiskey and answer some questions. This is when you can knock out a 20-minute, three-finger glass of whiskey with a two-inch ice cube made of smart water. Remember, every drink comes with a bad decision. Be smart about it. I drink my whiskey neat for the most part. As always, thank you for your service. Thank you for being there every week, sometimes two times. Thank you for being a light in a world of darkness. That's from FanFan. This is the guy that's always juicing Dolomite on the show. He comes on. He sends these voicemails. He talks about white Christmas. Ed, I was on. Talking about apple splatter. Unbelievable. And nose stuff. I was on. And this Dolomite, he's so into this white Christmas. I was on um, Molly McAleer's Patreon show last week. And we were were talking about. She said something to me on Twitter. And this fucking Dolomite comes in and starts asking her if she likes a white Christmas. Hey, you interested in how, how do you, what's your favorite kind of Christmas? You like a nice white Christmas? Like really, really embarrassing me again with people that are not familiar with well, the stuff we talk about on this show. With that, I don't even want to I mean, talk I'm, about. He, he's already, uh, you know, very gracefully retracted and apologized. But remember, he, he jammed white Christmas into my uh, review. Oh, my I, book don't, review. I don't think you, uh, I didn't think you outed Dolomite specifically. Oh. You, no, did, but he was, you said listeners. You didn't name anybody. Well, there were a couple, but, but not, but not just that. I think the review still says like the joy of white Christmas in a book. Like he's, he's really married well, to that white Christmas. Did you talk about, did you talk about Dean? No, what's his name? Uh, Bing Crosby. Yeah. No, you didn't no, bring did that. Bing Crosby and Danny Kay. I got to tell you, I would have had thoughts on Danny Kay if I were going to bring it up. We talk about D, uh, what's his name, Bing Crosby tuning up his sons. Oh yeah, he, used he to, was a terrible. Dude. Yeah, he used to beat the shit out of his kids. That dude. Yeah, real Smooth voice, guy. terrible, dad. gorgeous voice, and also isn't aren't there some racial undertones to White Christmas? The movie. I don't know. I mean, the movie. Isn't the movie a little troubling? Been a while. Well, I just remember, I think when we were doing Die Hard two years ago, last year, yeah. we, we did Die Hard. And I remember reading that the director of Die Hard, the writer of Die Hard was arguing, listen, you can't call Die Hard not a Christmas movie. The movie White Christmas takes place mostly in the summer. It's just there's that one scene where White Christmas is like the ending of the movie. Oh, where well, it goes to the movie doesn't take- where, Most of the movies doesn't take place at Christmas time, whereas Die Hard, 
everything is at Christmas time. That's a really good point. Now, um, Die Hard is, of course, a Christmas movie. Everybody knows that. The um, the White Christmas is it's all in black and white, and then at Christmas it comes into color. Right? Isn't doesn't it do that thing like like Wizard of Oz? Like the Maybe. I mean, everything from back then is colorized in that way. Everybody's got the weird, like, hair color. It's not quite right. Yeah, no, no. But I mean, the movie was a black and white movie. And then and then at yes, some point. That, that's, that makes sense. Yes. Because that does seem like it came from the it's era. Been a, I mean, it's been a long time. I, I imagine I have seen White Christmas. I do. I can picture the sets. It's like at a resort or something. I don't know. Somebody yeah, give us an update. Terrible. Yeah. Somebody terrible. give us an update. Uh, okay. One more email. Good evening, fellas. I am listening to current episode of the discussion of kids' names. I am 44 years old and named my second kiddo Pierce. It's not a family name. He turned two in May, so Pierce is still a name, I think. And by the way, my father's name is Gary. One of his, bro- one of his brothers is Dennis. Wish I had an Uncle Snake. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. I'm sure Snake would have been the coolest name in the nursery. Best wishes to LSU Lala. Keep your head up. I lived in Houston for 12 years. Fucking hurricanes suck ass. Every episode, current episode, first Tulsa listener, Ryan in Tulsa. Um, yeah, Pierce is a name. I don't, I can't, I mean. That's a name. It's a name. I don't know a lot of Pierce's, but that's kind of good, Right. Yeah, the problem we were talking about those like made up names, the things that aren't actual names. Yeah, like, yeah, Pierce is a name. It's um, we're talking like not a name? Brentland, Jelaine, Gillane, Maxwell. Oh yeah, that's not a name. Yeah, but she was that's born. She was born in the fifties, like mo- it feels modern like times. Just, they could decide between Jillian and Elaine. They're like, let's just mash this shit together. Yeah. Gizlane, Gizlane. Gizlane, yeah, Gizlane, that was it. You don't want to be able to, there's a, there, and I'm, I can't do it justice because I'm not the kind of guy that remembers lines to things, but there's a very funny SNL sketch where uh, Nicolas Cage is the host and he's married to Julia Sweeney and he's in an apartment. And this is, this is like the perfect, like, kind of SNL sketch because it's very simple, but very hilarious. He's they're talking about baby names and every name she comes up with. She's like, how about Arthur? And he's like, Arthur art fart. Like he just g- goes off. He is able to pick apart every single name and how the kid's going to be made fun of. And they're going back and forth and he's getting That's more. That's what you have to do. Yeah. He's getting more and more animated as it goes on. And then, Eventually, there's a knock on the door, and it's Rob Schneider's, like the delivery man, and he's like, "Yes, uh, telegram for asswipe Johnson." <laughs> and Nicholas Cage is like, "It's aswipe. It's Swedish, okay? Aswipe." So you gotta be you gotta be careful of that kind of shit, is what I'm saying. You gotta you gotta be you know you never know, you just never know. Uh, okay, we're we're talking about the program. I didn't call up the trailer, but let's see if I can get it real quick because I feel like it's going to really set the tone for what we're going to talk about and let you know about this movie, the program. It came out in 1993. If you're of a certain age. Coming soon oh, here we on go. Video Cassette. Oh, Video Cassette. Goal 13! Most of my players are farm boys, or they're from the inner cities. 
Football is their deliverance from different worlds. When I turn pro, I'm going to get you the house to go with it. From different lives. Welcome to college. <laughs> they've come to pursue a dream. These guys, and we're going to get into this. All these guys are so fucking old and they weren't even like trying to hide that they were old. They were, dr- wow. they were dressing like, like Ryan and Tulsa's uncle Dennis. Hold on. Let's let this play. <laughs> Any football program worth his name. Elite group of warriors. I'm a bust your gun open and watch you die. Talent unites them. You gonna lead us to the promised land? The question is, can you boys follow? Competition divides them. Darnell Jefferson, tailback. Ray Griffin, starting tailback. Yeah, I know. That's why they recruited me. Hey, don't tell me you're falling for this guy. He's nothing. He's just another gangbanger with speed. Pressure surrounds them. You play that second half the way you did the first, this is what the rest of your season's gonna look like. Thought we might take a little ride. Mm. No cowboy stuff. Christy Swanson, hey girl. And one man stands by them. I'm never gonna play again, am I? Even when they fall. Listen to me, boy. We need you. We're gonna ring that championship bell! Woo! Touchstone Pictures and the Samuel Goldwyn Company present a story of what it takes. Get it up! Come on, man! To fight the pressure. Face the pain. And survive the program. Rated R. Um, okay. The program came out in 1993. So I remember yep. going because we we didn't have lights at our uh, football field. So we had to play right. Saturdays. Yeah. And we went Friday night, the night before a game. And the opposing team was like right behind us or right in front of us. Oh and shit. And it's not like a fight not like a oh, fight was going to break a, break out. Yeah. But everybody was so amped leaving that movie. And I remember we won 9 nothing the next oh, day. That's so. nice. That's yeah, you got pumped up. You got you got motivated by Latimer. Was just so amped. But the problem was a couple of the guys that I played with, they like used lines. They really crowbarred yeah. some lines from this movie. Yeah. Place at the table, starting defense. It's like, all right, all right, buddy. Yeah. Well, let's let's calm down. It's a little tough. So the movie starts stars James Caan, Halle Berry, or young Halle Berry with bangs, Omar Epps. The quarterback is Craig Sheffer, and you'll know him. Oh so yeah. Not young. You'll know him. He's been in movies. I believe he was in A River Runs Through It. With that was that was probably his biggest movie. Yeah, but... the the brothers McMullen. I believe he was also in. Oh, no. I guess I could look right now. No, he wasn't in that one. I don't. I don't think you're thinking of a different guy. Yeah, with, with that d- different white guy. He's. You know him best because he's in this one Geico commercial that's in. No, no, that's yeah. the brothers. That's, that's oh. the brothers McMullen. I'm confusing Mullen these guys. Guy. And he, and she's the one. Yeah, that's 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 the Ed Burns actor. That's this not the, that's not the same guy. I'm almost positive it's not. Holy shit! Okay, yeah, this and guy he talks with that weird. Is is yes. Geico? Yes, he's yeah, like that's that's a different. Can a wood chuck chuck wood? That's not that's yeah. not the quarterback from the program. That's the Ed Burns movie guy. That's she's the one. Oh, you just fucking destroyed everything for me i didn't realize this was two different guys uh yeah this is the river runs through it guys so i've never seen this guy in anything oh he was in the teen wolf there was a teen wolf 
TV series in 86, 87. He was in that. that. I didn't see that. Who did he play? I'm assuming he played Scott Howard. No. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. My bad. He's, uh, what's his name? Mitch McAllister? Mitch McAllister, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Okay, we got to know, though, this guy, first and foremost, we got to go through every single one of these guys. How fucking old were they when this movie was, uh, when this movie was conceived? Hold on, I got to figure out which is my how fucking old are they button. Is it this one? Nope. 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 No, well, we gotta get to that later. Here we go. Nope. Nope. Which fucking button yep. is it? This one. That's it. Oh no, how fucking old is this guy? Yeah. Here we go. I was thinking loud comer. Unbelievable, Ed. Have you looked? I know, I know, because I looked. I, I it's just, insane. I couldn't when I saw his hairline. I was like, Joe Kane looks to be in his mid thirties, and I was right. Yeah, he's thirty three he years old when this movie I mean, comes out. He turned he, in real life. He turned sixty this year in yeah. April. Yes. So I, I have to know, like, whose dick got sucked to get this guy put in the movie because. He looks way too fucking old. He has the fucking, he has a receding hairline. He has the weirdest hair. He dresses like, they dress the character like a middle-aged guy. He's hanging out at old man pool halls. And by the way, he fucking sucks at football. Every time there's an actual football play, you can clearly see that there's a stunt quarterback playing the quarterback it's not the same dude he is he, not he's not the hot young thing no. if he's 33 why do you need him in this movie it made sense for necessary roughness it was about scott an bacula. old guy going back now but yes one he was scott bacula so he gorgeous. was famous already and he's gorgeous show. beautiful but also the point of that character was an old man who still had eligibility left that was the exactly. point of the movie this movie He's supposed to be a Heisman front runner, and yes. he's not the hot young actor. No. He's in his the mid-30s. He's older than Chris Wenke. He's older than fucking all the guys on BYU that went on their mission. Like, it's, yeah. it's insane. And he's not a good actor. He's not especially handsome. He doesn't look young, and he sucks at football. How did this guy get this job? It's, there's not a single reason he should have it. Did did a river run through it come right before this? So they were like, yes. So that was it. Yeah, it did. River runs through it was popular. It was the year before. And they're like, we need to get this guy. And then they're like, no, there's another guy from that movie that's kind of the big deal. That would be Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Tristan. So beautiful. I can't believe this isn't the guy from the fucking Geico commercial. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck? Yeah. That guy is in She's the One and uh, the Ed Burns. Movie. I'm shocked. I'm shook right now. I didn't I didn't know there were two guys. I thought it was a guy. This is fucking me that up. That guy's name is Michael McGlone. 
Michael McGlone, who I've never he's heard of 12 him. Twelve years. He's twelve years younger. He was born in seventy-two. Right. Appropriate age. Um, the other one, the the linebacker in this movie, Alvin. What's it, Mac? Hold on. Have you looked him up yet? Because he looks really fucking old as well. well even, I mean, Halle Berry was, is a next level specimen Gorgeous. and like a pop up uh, article I saw yesterday. She's 56 or something. Yeah. And and she was showing off her ass on it's Instagram. Gorgeous. Like yeah. she's, she's still ridiculous. Yeah. And so in this movie, I think she's even like 27 or 26. But yeah. She's so spectacular looking right. and like youthful looking that it's fine. But they Omar Epps is the one guy who looks college age and is college. He's like twenty. They usually hire people that are a little bit older to play these parts. So a twenty-six-year-old playing a twenty-two-year-old high school or a college right. student is and not Epps, that wit. Even though and Epps works because he, he's twenty, right. he looks it. But but. Craig Sheff, what is his name? Scheffler? Scheffer? Scheffler? I don't know. I Scheffler? switched I switched Scheffler. pages because I want to do how Here, how old is 33. And looks old. Well Sorry, Al, Alvin Mack looks old as fuck too, but you never know. He could he's just a big dude. He could look old. Ed. Also, this guy, the guy that played Alvin Mack is one of those guys that's like a character actor that you've seen in literally every show you've in, ever watched. Yeah. Crimson Tide, too. He was like one of the guys on the submarine. Right. Like he's, he's just been in He's shit. in a movie we just did. He's in summer school. He's the guy that shows up for the first and last day of summer school, Jerome Watkins. Oh, he's, yeah. Um, I believe he he was in Major League Two. He was 21 Jump Street with a good friend of the show. Hold on. Uh, the reboot of Dallas. Digstown, Under Siege, the program. Hold on. What were we looking for? Under Siege? What? No. Oh, Major League Two. I guess not. I, I, I don't felt see like he. Yeah, I don't see him in Major League Two. Um, but he's just in things where you need a big athlete looking dude. Yep. He's but he in- looks 30. Looks 30. Um, mm, he's doing that thing where he doesn't put his age on IMDb. Oh, what's, what's the actor's name? Dwayne D U A N E Davis six, yep. four son of green Bay Packers legend, Willie Davis. Also some bona fides played football at the university of Missouri. Go Tigers. Willie Davis' son. Mm-hmm. Man, he's really done he's a good got, job scrubbing he's his... He's got to be in his, his 30s. There's age. no way he's not in his 30s. There's just no way. He does. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy to scrub the internet of your age. Yeah. His dad was elect inducted into the Hall of Fame in 81, but that doesn't really tell speaking us of Speaking of Necessary Roughness, he was in that. Do we know if Necessary... Sinbad, also in Necessary Roughness, was that before or after he did the genie movie Shazam? Do we know? Sinbad? Uh, I'm guessing it's before. Before, because prior to Shazam. Shazam kind of... Right. It's put oh, him in the stratosphere. Yeah. His dad, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Davis's dad, died... Uh, 
this year at 85. Ooh, 85. Hmm, I mean, he's probably in his 50s. I don't know. It's, he looks too fucking old. The other, we don't need to go down the line. Um, Christy Swanson's in this movie. How do you, Christy Swanson was such a babe at the time. Oh, how do you, so I texted a buddy. Yeah, yeah. I texted a buddy, um, that I was, we joke about this movie over the years. And I said, right. Oh, I'm, I'm actually watching it for this. And he sent me a screenshot about an information, information on Christy Swanson. It was pretty amazing. Oh, like how she dated uh, Alan Thick yes, when she I was 16 and he was like 41. Yes, yes that's yeah. exactly. Swanson started dating yeah. actor Alan Thick in 1986 when she was 17 and became engaged to him two years later when she was 19 and yeah. he was 42. Do you, I mean, it's weird how, <laughs> remember, um, at the height of his popularity, Jerry Seinfeld was like 40 and he had a 17 year old girlfriend. And it was like, just, they're People like, oh, they're pretending that one. Day. Yeah. They're, well, no, they're just famous. They do it different in Hollywood. They do it. They do. They, they that do statutory rape. Not no, <laughs> that would go. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> um, it's Christy Swanson. Fun fact. Went to high school with my first ex-wife. It's my understanding, though, that she was not often on campus because she was working. And I also believe she's a couple years older. Uh, But Christy, she was such a hottie at the time. She's she's a crazy right winger now. Oh, is she? Well, she was she was she was such a babe. And then they get her. They put her in this movie and the whole movie. She's wearing like blazers and fucking like a vest under a blazer. I will say this. She she plays. A tennis player, and unlike Craig Schaefer, who plays Joe Kane, Christy Swanson appears to be able to actually play some tennis. <laughs> yeah, she's got she's and got a strong. No, he sucks. But somehow we're supposed to believe that she's a D one tennis player. She smokes him at tennis, and then they go play racquetball, and he wins. <laughs> right. I mean, she beat and him also, at that too. I mean, I'm I'm not well versed in all of Title Nine, but I didn't realize. D1 tennis is a full ride deal. I thought you get like partial scholarships for tennis. It, is, it definitely is. I um, having spoken to lots of guys that were scholarship athletes, pretty much every scholarship except for the football and basketball team is a partial scholarship. So there's a lot of your coach going, oh, I'm going to need to see something out of you this year, buddy. You're really going to have to get it done. And you're you're sweating that your scholarship could be pulled at any time. Um, So, yeah. And, you know, it was a different time. It was a different time back then. Joey Lauren Adams is in it. She was so hot in the 90s. Huge. 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 She had that adorable voice. voice? She was was wonderful. Hot. Is she still working? Let's check. Uh, Oh, oh, they got a recent picture of her. her. Very attractive. Hometown? Joey Lauren Adams' hometown? Any guesses, Ed? Mm, Is it New Jersey? Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock. I know. Oh, she was on. She does the rounds here. She works. She was on. uh, She did an episode of Grey's Anatomy. There's just there's been apparently a new Jay and Silent Bob. She re- was in that. I remember she was in uh, what was one of the Adam Sandler, one or two Adam Sandlers too. Um, she's in. Yeah, she works. She's been working 
still going strong. Any information we need to know about her? 1968, she's born. Nothing. She's married. Some guy called. So she was 25. Uh, 25. Yeah, that's normal. Thought. That's normal. She plays the coach's daughter. Um, the big the big guy in this movie, of course, is Latimer. And I uh, I I've, uh, I worked with a guy and was friendly with him at work. But once I stopped working there, I haven't talked to him. Yes, this is UBS. This is when you were working at UBS, yeah. the, the multinational bank guy, that launders money. Yes, go on. <laughs> yeah, and and funneled money for the Nazis back in World War yep. II. Um, he almost got into a fight with Latimer at the pool. What's the big Sunday pool scene in Vegas? Oh, the, the uh, rehab. Yeah, rehab. Yeah, at the Hard Rock. No longer. He, he keeps he keeps it at, on edge at all times. I mean, this was like ten years ago. But yeah, Latimer was still ready to fight somebody at a pool. I believe that rehab, I believe I've told the story on the podcast before. I was at I was at rehab one Sunday afternoon getting just absolutely shit-faced with a bunch of guys. And we were all standing looking at the pool. And we all, at the same time, noticed a very popular, at the time, male porn star standing in the water. And somebody's like... Is that? And everybody's like, yep. Like we all saw him at the same time. <laughs> Needless to say, we didn't go in the water. Um, Latimer is super jacked. He's also of age. So he was born 1969. So he would have been so, 25 or no, 24. Another movie. I'm just thinking Latimer and I believe Christy Swanson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Omar Epps too. Oh, they were all in Higher Learning. That's a that's a right. terrible right. funny. Is like, that John funny, Singleton? Yes, but that was like Boys in the Hood was well done, and then mm. Higher Learning was like, all right, let's uh, get Larry Fishburne to put on uh, a blazer with patches on the elbows and have him be the professor. <laughs> it, the whole yes. thing. It was I, I after playing Furious Styles. Yeah, I've never seen it, but. Yeah, and uh, and Latimer, I think, is like part of the Hitler youth in that movie. Nako. He plays Nako is his character name. Um, Latimer, I mean, he's a big, beefy dude. He was also in Necessary Roughness along with Alvin Mack. He was also in L.A. Law along with Alvin Mack. These guys work together a lot. He was in Batman Returns. Is that the... Yes. That, is that no, the... he was the walk-in one. He was... Uh, he was like Walken's uh, like right hand man, like a maybe his his bodyguard or his son or something. That, he's he's is that Michael Keaton's with, last uh, Batman? Yeah. yeah, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Michelle, Pfeiffer is Michelle the Pfeiffer. Oh, and uh, Oswald Co- Cobblepot, Walken. Danny DeVito. Yes, and Walken is like the true villain. Yeah, the, uh, other, the DeVito and what's her name are like the fun villains, and then uh, Walken's like the. The oh, the real guy. bad guy. Um, also, Latimer in the Street Fighter movie played Zangief, which I believe is the um, real, like, actually, I don't He's know who that guy. is. He's the guy? He's the Russian, like... Right, with the beard, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. The real, the super jacked guy. Um, yeah, he works. Oh, he was in Any Given Sunday. Any, I will argue, I have saw it one That's time. Good- no, Any Given Sunday is dog shit. 
It's the, I love that movie. The camera's all shaky the whole time. Cameron Diaz is there for she owns the team for some reason. What's his name? The Michael Corleone. He's fucking Pacino. Oh, that's a good movie. You're crazy. No, he's mailing it. I, I I will be honest. I only saw it one time, and it was in the movie theater, and and it was when Oliver Stone, coming off of the one where there are two murderers, Mickey and Mallory. What's that movie oh, called? Uh, Juliet uh, Lewis. Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. That was that was that was a Tarantino script that Stone just annihilated. He, but he was he was really into shooting everything what they used to call MTV style, like handheld camera. And so there was no steady cam, so it was everything was shot real shaky. And he does that in any given Sunday. I I've only seen it once, but I really hated it. I I would be really willing to revisit it on your recommendation. Uh, okay, what else about this movie? Oh, Omar Epps is in it, and I, I made a note. Omar Epps was, it was one hour and 24 minutes into the movie when they finally had a scene without him wearing the do-rag. Do you think there was, like, was, do you yeah, think he had an injury? Heavy-handed. No, they were, they, they're playing into, first of all, this is written by David Ward, or I, I saw in the credits, that's the guy from Major League, I think I remember. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. doing work. But anyway, yeah, I feel like this was like, well, we need the guy, we're going to describe him as a gangbanger with speed, Right. when really, he was just a guy from Philadelphia. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, he took, he took uh, Halle Berry on a date to an ice skating rink. Yeah, he, you know, he was a chill dude. You know, he wasn't too good at school. But I feel like they're like, we need to make him look like a gangbanger. A couple things. Um, Joe Kane, the quarterback, Craig, Craig Scheffler, whatever his name is, not the guy from the Geico commercial. I'm fucking shook. I need to see. Normally, I'm like, why is this commercial always on? It's the one commercial that's in standard definition that runs constantly. I do All not know why. Time. Yeah, it's the Brothers McMullen guy. I know I'm gonna. I have to pause it to to because affirm they have that. The same hairline. They have the same I, they hairline. Do. <laughs> they do. They look That's alike. That's the weirdest thing. That's the weirdest thing. The quarterback. Everybody's like, yeah, you look. I mean, people could be going bald even in college, but not this kind of pattern. This is just, you know, he's just wearing the ears at this point. Uh, yes. Uh, the other guy that's in this movie that jumps out is the O-lineman that's Parker Lewis's best friend. Yeah, and he's got like a like a really old man name I remember. Oh, let's look. Let's cuz I want to know I, that. Like he sounds like an old rabbi or something. I remember looking it up. I also saw him one time at a at the Hollywood Palladium at a Primus a big dude. Fishbone concert and there was a massive pit and he was standing in the middle of the pit and the pit was basically circling him. Like nobody, nobody, he was so large that nobody was trying in any sense to involve him in the moshing that was happening. Okay. Let me look. Abraham. No, John. No, Bobby Collins. Abraham. Is that his name? Abraham. Is that him? Abraham Ben Ruby. Yes. That's the name. Oh, it is. Wow. He's a massive Jewish man. Yeah. Indianapolis, Indiana, huh? Uh, oh, he's on ER. Parker Lewis can't lose the program. Dude works. He looks yeah, good today. Day. Parker Lewis can't lose. It's a great show. Ahead of its time. Yeah. I, yeah, it was a good show. Um, yeah. So the, the 
So a general uh, point that I've never been able to figure out, what kind of – first of all, where is ESU? What's, what's it stand for? Eastern State University. Oh. I assume that's what – like it uh-huh. was just like generic. But I know because I looked it up. They filmed this, the football scenes at uh, South Carolina Stadium. Okay. Well, and let me- some of the on-campus was Duke. I, I love how their sh- conference is yeah. crazy. I was going to say conference is crazy. They they, they, pl- they play they play all good teams except for Iowa, who they lose but, to. But they also they also play a seven game season, from what I could tell. And but, I wrote down so they fin- they start the game off in one of these pouring rain like puddles yep. that you don't actually see. No, like, never. It was like like flash flood. Yeah, they they play they open up and they lose the first game first game of the the movie Mississippi to Georgia State. Tech. Oh no, Georgia Tech's who they play last. No. That's the last game of the season. No, 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 but it's the last game of the season before. Oh, so, so got gets, you, got he you. Gets called into the chancellor's office and he's like, "Uh, that's the guy's like, you didn't make the bowl a bowl for two years in a row." And he goes, "After twelve years, my job's in jeopardy." Well, if you're a big time coach and you've missed a bowl two years in a row, yes. No, it's insane. Yes, your job. No, the whole thing's insane. And then towards the end of the season, they have like five. They have four or five losses, and yeah, so James Conn is. Wrote it down. Yeah, okay. So just, All right. So, and this is again. I'm not sure what's going on. First, they open up with Mississippi State. I don't. I. I. It's yeah. a seven game season, and yeah. and. Then, what you know what? We'll go through the movie, and then I can tell you when they have that like montage, and you hear the scores. This is these are terrible, unentertaining un- games. They're yeah. all low scoring. Yeah. So they play they play Mississippi State, right? They play Michigan, but I, the Michigan. thing is, I don't think they show us every game. Who else did they play? Well, they talk about it, but they're very specific because they, they tell you the scores, the games yeah. that he misses. When they, he's in rehab. So they play Boston College, right? Then they, Texas, yep, Texas, then North Carolina, yep. then Iowa, and then they're like season against uh, season ender against Georgia Tech. That's what conference are they? Because they talk about we can win the conference. It's a, what conference? It's a crazy season. Also, they they can win the conference with five losses. They're terrible. They're terrible, and, and, and they, they they never they never score more than fourteen points in a game in this entire season, and yet they've got a Heisman front runner as their quarterback. They lose almost every they game they, sh- they they lose almost every game they show, and yet they beat Georgia Tech at the end of the season to win the conference. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, okay, hold on, I'm going to read the Wikipedia. Okay, the program is in 1993. American drama film starring James Caan, Halle Berry. James Caan, is anybody more overrated? Like, he's Sonny Corleone. He's a pretty, I, he's I, pretty I bad motherfucker. I this towards him, but he totally mailed this one in. Yeah, he, did, he, this, he was doing this one for some divorce money because he's got a lot of them. Um, not very Italian looking. James Caan, Halle Berry, Omar Epps, Craig Sheffer, Christy Swanson... Completely clothed the entire time. We had to wait for that Playboy to come out in the late 90s. The film was directed by David S. Ward, who directed Major League. Good job, Ed. The film touches on the season of the fictional FBS, then 1A, 
college football team, the ESU Timberwolves. I like that they had no budget so that when they showed the stadium, they're like, this is our stadium. And they showed like the scoreboard. It was actual just banners that said the Timberwolves. It wasn't like actually painted on. They didn't make it look like a real sign. They just hung some shitty banners in front of whatever team was already there. Um, the ESU Timberwolves, as they deal with the pressure to make a bowl game, alcohol and anabolic steroid abuse, receipt of improper benefits, and overall college life. It follows the trials of coach Sam Winters, James Kahn, Heisman Trophy candidate Joe Kane, freshman running back Darnell, huh? Okay, touchdown pictures. Okay, this doesn't really say, hold on. Synopsis, Timberwolves, doesn't really say... They're not going to tell you that they were in the uh, MAC or the WAC or the No, and they don't ACC. tell you they don't tell you where the school is. Yeah, they and don't. It's when annoying. he's recruiting when they're recruiting Omar Epps, Darnell Jefferson, they talk about well, it's between them and Michigan. So then I was thinking, well, this is like a Big 10 like is this and then you know he drives doesn't he like ride on his motorcycle to his dad's trailer that's like near a quarry Yeah it's he's his So it feels like maybe Pennsylvania His family home is an actual shack directly in behind a factory with some smokestacks I don't I don't feel like there that those that area would be zoned for both residential and commercial and use Alvin Mack is also in a shack and I wouldn't believe it, except I happen to watch like uh, a little uh, NFL Network special on. They profiled John Randall, and that guy grew up in in like oh, yeah. a literal yeah. shack. Actual, and and didn't he have like a dozen brothers and sisters? Yeah, yeah. They just jammed him in there. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, it doesn't say, unfortunately, where ECU. Although they were, it looked like shitty weather. But they were Florida state colors. So I want to say, like, maybe like Virginia area. I don't know. It's weird because Mississippi State, I, I, it's. Oh, it makes They're no recruiting sense. against Michigan. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It makes no um, sense. Joe Kane's dad, pretty baller move. Christmas time after he misses a bowl, he's like, I didn't expect you to be home. I thought you'd be at a bowl. So, like, making his son feel bad for not making a bowl. Then he hangs up the empty beer cans on the Christmas tree. Those are the ornaments, the empty cans. Oh yeah. I saw that. It's so over the top. It's crazy. The worst. His dad's. And how did they not get Harry Dean Stanton for that part? The dad is basically playing Harry Dean Stanton. He's like, Hey, I'm going to be Harry Dean Stanton in this movie. I'm going to be the character that Harry Dean Stanton plays in every single movie. And except I'm not Harry Dean Stan. It was shocking. (laughs) Uh, But they they land Jefferson and then immediately they take him out to a bar. And it's a weird mix because in real life, because I I remember, you know, in college, occasionally we had parties and there'd be athletes and like the offensive linemen tended to party and like hang out with offensive linemen. And at the table, it's like Latimer. The quarterback, the running back, yeah, yeah. one offensive lineman. It's just a, a mixed bag so of like the five right, players right now. Um, I do like that when Joe Kane takes Christy Swanson on a date, he doesn't go to like a, a campus bar. He's like, no, I don't, I don't like to go places where people know me. You're a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback in a small town 
on the cover of Sports Illustrated. There's no one in the town that doesn't know who the fuck you are. You can't go anywhere and not be noticed. You're signing autographs all day long. Right. And uh, then the, yeah. the, they open up with the, like the Heisman preview, Sports Illustrated, um, and they're talking about you're the you're the guy. And this is the scene they cut out. But I, I remember seeing in the theater where the guy he lays down in the middle of the road and reads his Sports Illustrated article while cars are whizzing by. So I was waiting for that scene. And then I forgot that there was so much copycatting of that. Like somebody got killed yes. because they laid down. A kid, yeah. A kid on my team did it. Yeah. It's insane. It didn't get didn't get hurt or anything, but I think he got suspended for a game. Somebody got killed or badly hurt yes. by because yeah. people were laying on the lane lines of highways and, like they did in this movie. Right. And then they cut it from from like after the theatrical release. Yeah, exactly. After it came out, they're like. People were recreating it, so they so it was I was waiting for it the whole time and it wasn't there. Um some you want to play Mac, some, you find yeah. out Mac is a fourth grade reading for reads level. it. Yeah. Cause they make fun of him for not being able to read. Um, he's like, school's a joke. What's his name? So Jefferson comes and he has his first practice and you get, there's a lot of cliched things in the movie, including this one that's been like in every football movie. Jefferson, are you injured or are you hurt? What's that mean? Well, if you hurt, you can still play. If you're injured, you can't. So are you hurt? How are you injured? Uh, I think I'm just hurt. That's good. And get up. Now, that was a hell of a run you just made. Think how good it would have been for us if we still had the ball. See, now this is a football. I want you to carry this with you always. Never let it out of your sight. Hey, boy! Listen! Jefferson here going to be carrying this football on campus. Any one of you guys see him, I want you to try to slap it out of his hand. All right? Try to knock it out and recover it. Anybody but you can turn this ball to me. You wish you were never born. All right. Um, yeah, he's. they did that thing where he's got to walk around campus with the, holding the football the whole time. Right. Um, and then they, they, like, in the middle of a class, they knock it out, and everybody's diving yeah. on the ground yeah. in the lecture hall. I lost my ball. It was pretty good. Um, the big, the fun part is Latimer. He's, he's yeah. yeah, I mean, the other thing with the with Omar Epps is he's trying to get with Halle Berry, whose boyfriend is the, the starting running back that he's there to replace. Yeah, and he's a big nerd, and also he's, like, 41. He's getting ready to go to medical school. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's old. He looks so old. Um, so Latimer was a – he was on the punt team the year before, but he gained 35 pounds in the offseason. My dude, my dude Latimer is fucking jacked. He's on roids. He's obviously on roids in real life. He's got the big jaw, the big brow, but he's, he did the work. He went in the offseason. He did the work, and he got jacked. Is this a sneak preview to some other section of our show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yes, we're not forgetting that this time. He's, He's doing some overhead press. Steroids. How come he always think my guys are the ones juicing anyway? He's on the punt return team for three years. Then he gains 35 pounds of rip in one summon and attitude to go with it. Gentlemen, 
We're not doctors. The NC2A has a testing program for this kind of thing. It's the right it's attitude. Just, we let them handle it. And it's not that hard to gain 35 pounds over summer if you hit the gym. Right That's right. That's actually... Absolutely That's right. Head coach talking. Right. Well, the the interesting thing is this major college football program has a head coach and two coordinators and no other coaches. <laughs> I know. I know. Just there's just three guys running the whole practice. It's still. And it's, I also want to yeah, point out yeah. when he get when he talks about don't fumble and all that. They must have had different ideas with the costume department of what color the teams. Color because it's and yellow. He's wearing yeah. a red hat yeah. and he's wearing an orange shirt. Yeah. And there's no orange in, in any of their colors, so it, it was clearly like, are we, are we going with the orange or the the red? And so they gave him two different sets of like color gear it's that great. he's wearing. In it's great. The, the one scenes. thing they did have is the Adidas sponsorship. They had Adidas on everything. They were all wearing like it's, this is early days of product placement. Everybody had Adidas cleats on the high tops that were real big at the time. Like that part they nailed. One thing they didn't nail besides. Joe Kane's hairline, he like goes and he hooks up with, um, he sees Chrissy Swanson working out her bad, her, um, ACL repaired knee in the, in the weight room. And he like sits across from her and he starts doing lat pull downs, but he does the behind the head move, which is a total no, no. Anybody that works out knows that. Cause you get, you get a shoulder right, impingement. I think, I think right around then, I feel like when I it was started a, yeah, lifting yeah. in high school, it definitely was an accepted practice. By the time yeah. I was leaving high school, they're like, no, never behind you. Never do that again. Um, then he go, they show him, he appears to live in the dorm still for some reason. And yes. he's waking up in the middle of the night drinking. So there's a couple things about this guy. He's, the actor is 33. He sucks at football. We determined all this. He's not particularly big. He's not, there's no reason he should be playing this part. Then they dress him. He wears dad jeans with a tucked in shirt and a dad leather jacket like Ryan and Tulsa's Uncle Dennis probably has. And then he lives <laughs> in the dorm and on his wall in his dorm, dorm room, he has a Doors poster. The band, The Doors. He's listening to The Doors. This guy's a college student in 1993, and he's he's real into Jim Morrison and The Doors. Just the whole thing doesn't really. I mean, I think this is like a yeah, necessary way, reference. When he's hitting uh, hitting on Christy Swanson, he doesn't know who she is, um, but he leans into her as she's she's uh, doing the the knee, she's doing the leg lifts or something, and he goes. So you firming up or what? <laughs> and she's like, I'm rehabbing my knee. Right. I'm a tennis player. You, you firming could firming up or what? She had a what? brace. She had a brace on the knee. Like it was obvious that she was doing PT for for her knee surgery. Like there's no question. Um, and then he then he picks her up on his motorcycle and lets her know he's a bad boy. Yeah, he also drives a fucking he rides a a, a dentist's Harley. Like no no kid <laughs> is going to have that motorcycle. And by the way, when Jefferson first gets to school, Omar Epps, he drives him to the bar nuts to butts on the back of his bike. What? I don't think so. Like, <laughs> hey, hop on. No thanks. I'll I'll catch and a cab. He's the guy who greets he he went on the recruiting visit too. Yeah, 
That's for the coaches. The players don't go on recruiting visits. No, no. Yeah. And exactly. then he greets them when they get off the bus. It's weird. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, then, but then he takes her to the to a quarry and starts doing stunt driving. What, what? Hey, what is it with small towns and these fucking quarries? Whether it's it's uh, breaking away, there's a fucking quarry. There's this ECU, there's a quarry. Like, all small towns, they're mining rock. They're making sand. They're making cement. We're like, what's going on with all the quarrying? I've never been to a fucking quarry in my life. I've never driven past one. I don't know of any quarries. And yet every fucking small town in every movie got a quarry. I'm not in denial that they exist, but I am in denial that that's a destination for any college students. Yeah, yeah. and then he uh, practically kills her. He's the first guy to jump a Harley Davidson since even Evil Knievel. Like, <laughs> it's not. It's like the wrong kind of motorcycle for that. We learn he's got a death wish, but then we learn later that uh, our our buddy Latimer he's he's done the work, he's made the team. But we're a little concerned. Oh, my God. I had the spot and then I lost it. Oh, 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 right here. He's done the work. He's made the team. He finds out he makes the team and that he has an unusual reaction. Are you in there, baby? Charlie, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Starting defense. Place at the table. <laughs> Latimer, but for, for description, he's he was like an OG with like the samurai ponytail on top of the head look. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. he pioneered that. He's also got the do rag with like he's kind of he's supposed to be like a boss type. He's got the he's got like the Oakleys. He's got cut off sweats like cut, like that are like um, capri length like rolled up on his calves and a tight tight tank top. He's made the team and he immediately for some reason runs to the parking lot. Yeah. He headbutting. Like yeah, around. he should be ready for seven. the coaches see him. Oh, now the coaches are wearing red. Starts destroying people's car windows with his head. Hell no, you don't want to know about this. Yeah. Make sure you tell Latimer that the NCAA will be testing on Saturday. Yeah, baby! Starting defense! Happy for you, Latimer. Made the team. Oh, my God, Ed. for you, buddy. There's something. I know we got to wrap up here pretty quick. There's something that... Overall, I, I hadn't seen this movie. I'd, I know I've seen parts of it. I mean, I remember it being a movie. Um, I don't think I'd ever watched it the whole way through until last night. But at one point, there is one part that I had to give a big thumbs down. And now, let's turn to our Heisman watch. Uh, we worst. begin with Sports Illustrated cover boy. He does Joe the Heisman pose. Led his team to an impressive victory this afternoon. Well, the real test will come in four weeks against Michigan and their Heisman hopeful, Tim Wayman. Tim, he could go all the way. Love it. Gotta love it. We'll be looking to do so uh. against the Timberwolves. And, of course, the Abel Kane will be looking to do so as well. Wait, Timberwolves? So it's got to be like Pennsylvania or Ohio. It's got to be I Pennsylvania. Guess. Yeah, it's weird. It's but- weird. So he has that's they win their first game against Mississippi State. Then he's got the big Heisman showdown week two of the season. Yeah. And he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. What, they, they score like 14 points. He sucks. He sucks. Oh, and the other thing we got to point out, Latimer and Max spit into each other's mouths to get pumped up for yeah. the big game. Yeah. 
That's right. Mac is my kind of guy because he plays like I fuck. He narrates the whole thing where he's like, all right, now what I'm going to do to you, I'm coming across the line. I I see you over there, number 23. I'm going to take you out. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to come across this line. I'm going to come through the A gap. I'm going to run horizontal. I'm going to blast you in the chest. I'm like, this is me. This is me talking about how I'm going to bang. He says it before the snap and then he'll talk Dirt, while he's playing talking while he's playing he's got his mouthpiece in and he's like i'm fucking you up right now i'm, I'm kicking your ass yeah, i'm like, fucking you i'm like his mouth is moving yeah exactly um what else i want to you know there's a whole oh, so, all, all the shit so happens then, oh the coach the coach takes away i mean i can go a little bit longer okay uh the coach takes away his motorcycle keys because he hears that he's messing around at the quarry i guess yeah, he takes away his motorcycle keys. He cuts his backup because his backup's been getting balls deep in his daughter, jo- Joey Lauren Adams. Right. Which, she, uh, she took the test for him. Right. That's what it was. I, I think I went up and I got up and went to the kitchen at that point. Um, yeah, the yeah, they all they kind of suck They're They've lost at least four games. But then if they win the final game, they win the conference and they play it like they play the whole movie like Joe Kane's a senior, but then they win the game against Georgia Tech, which he comes in and replaces Collins in and but then kind of plays like shit. But again, so they they win the game, the first game of the year. They lose in the Heisman showdown, like 17-14, something like that. Yeah. And his Heisman career, I mean his Heisman chances – just take a nosedive and then he he falls apart and has to go to rehab yeah and he gets a dui he beats up a oh, townie yeah, he a, here let's he's, i got he's I, off real jeff smoker vibes i have that remember the yes, Michigan state guy that do. had all kinds of, of problems I do. yeah um so he oh yeah he does the whole thing on the train tracks he's almost gonna yeah. kill himself he's got a he's, death he's a mess it's cte it's cte um, let's he's got this encounter with a cat Encounter, encounter with a townie. Let's play that. That'll be the last clip we play. Oh. Yeah. You looking at my girl? I don't know which one is she. Wise guy, huh? Death wish. Mr. Big Time Quarterback. The one who choked his ass off today. Yeah, I'm really not in the mood. What do you got? Nothing better to do than look at my girl? Hey Heisman, I'm talking to you. He's I so said, balding. I'm talking to you, Heisman. What, are you too good to talk to me? Yeah, but I'm not too good to tear a new hole in your tiny ass. Think you're a badass, huh? Yeah. Dialogue. Think my girl's hot for you? Probably. Let me tell you something. Take off your pants, you're nothing but another pussy. Joe Kane fucks him up, and he gives him the Charles Barkley treatment where he throws him through a fucking glass thing. Totally justified. Hundred percent justified. The fucking step. The townie stepped to him. Right. You don't step to a, a big time athlete and not expect to get rolled. Yeah. He threw the um, first punch. He got his ass kicked. And then uh, Jefferson uh, is trying to still get with Halle Berry, and her dad used to play, and he gives terrible advice. He goes, "Well." Keep up your grades. I used to keep my report card in my helmet before every game. That's a ter- why, why would why, you do that? Why would you ever do that? Why would you ever do that? Yeah, paper cuts on the top of your head? What? That's terrible. Who? Like, what are you going to do? 
it's going to get all sweaty. Then, yeah, you're going to sweat. All the grades are going to run together anyway. You're not even going to know what your grades it are. Were, and back then, it wasn't like they were emailing you your grades. That was the only no, record you had. Like, yes. If you if you need a transcript, so you'd have possible. to go stand in line. Yeah, it's possible her dad never got his degree because nobody could tell what it was. Unbelievable. Um, um, so wait, so yeah. then Latimer gets rapey and they say oh, it's right. roid rage. Right. And so they suspend him yeah. or they, they say it's an injury, but they're saying – and he goes, get yourself clean. Get off of steroids. Right. They, they were and really – In this stretch. Yeah. This is, this is what I'm saying. This team, they won over BC 14-10. <laughs> yeah. Texas beat them. 13 10. Yeah. No, 13 to nothing. U- oh, 13 to nothing? Yeah, yeah. They beat UNC 14 13. Yeah. <laughs> Iowa beats them 14 10. Latimer's back. The most, unbelievable, then, the most unbelievable part of this movie was that a good football team lost to Iowa. <laughs> then Alvin Mack is talking a little too much smack, and Iowa does the. Uh, yeah. The high-low on yep. him and ruins his career. Compound fracture. Joe Kane, Joe Kane comes out of rehab after that. So they've won one, lost one. They're a 500 team. Yeah, and they can and still they win have, the division. And they go, we you we can get to a ball. We can win the division. We win this next game. What shitty division is this? It's crazy. And also, Latimer nearly rapes a chick. Latimer's huge, and he rapes this very petite girl with bangs or he nearly raised her and they're like it's okay her dad's a booster he doesn't want this getting out in the press he's he's loyal well, to that's team. actually believable, that kind of shit there are some crazy think about the guy i think he just died the guy who poisoned the trees there are people who right, that's true that's everything true. the tree everything the tree poisoner died i think he just died he might have died in that, the vid. Actually. That was one. That was one of the classic. Travis used to play that that soundbite on the show where he's like, he called into Paul Feinbaum. He's like, "You think I yeah. care? <laughs> he poisoned the trees. What a fucking asshole!" Uh, yeah. So he gets a he gets a, a DUI. Latimer's Latimer's got problems with steroids. They tell him to get off, and then he goes in and he's. You, they show him like flushing all his pills, and then he flushes. The actual syringes; those aren't going down the toilet, dude. You gotta throw those in the no. trash. You can't. You can't syringes. You can't flush large piece plastic things down the toilet. Those are not going. They're gonna clog it up. Too much toilet paper. It yes, struggles. That's you insane. Syringes. No, you can't flush syringes. Uh, uh, yeah. I just uh, took so Harvey Updike, the guy who poisoned the trees. Okay. He he just died. Yeah. Look at the picture. That's what he looked like when he got. A recent picture of him. He was he. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't look the he picture of health. 71. I have a feeling it might have been the vid. He well, he looks he looks uh, vulnerable course, to the you vid. Know what he named his his son who reported his death. Bear Updike. Bear Bryant. <laughs> I couldn't remember. So the trees were at Auburn. So he went to Auburn and like poisoned. Tumor's Corner. Yeah, Tumor's Corner. What a fucking loser. Imagine loser. killing a tree. <laughs> Two a, of them. What a fucking loser. Um, the, so yeah. I, I like the scene where – so Joe Kane's back, but he doesn't start the, – the first half is terrible at Georgia Tech. And then he dumps the, the table full of Gatorade, and then he tells the quarterback – 
the the backup who is banging his daughter. He's like, all right, you you clean up the gator. Yeah. yeah, well, he's the backup. That's how they, there's a hierarchy. Um, Latimer gets back on the roids because he sucks. He gets he gets the, an Iowa guy drives him into the end zone, Bo Jackson style for a touchdown, which we know is impossible. So Latimer's like, I got to get back on roids. Not how roids work. I I took a look at Latimer. The, the, right. The roids were effective on L- Latimer. He was fucking jacked. Like he got the benefit. He didn't need to be roiding in season, but yeah. you know, it was the nineties. They didn't know. So Latimer gets back on the roids and, but, but coach James Conn is like, we got to test you. We're going to test you before every game. So Latimer has some hippie, some balding hippie come oh, to his apartment and, and he's doing a, like a urine switch out where he's Latimer is catheterized and he's like, so what's going on here? He goes, look, man, we're just taking out the old urine and putting in new clean urine, kind of like an oil change. <laughs> Pretty big record scratch right there. One. Yeah. There's a way, the right. There's a way to get out the old urine, by the way, you just take a piss. You just go ahead and empty the bladder by yourself. I don't think that anyone has ever taken clean urine and injected it back into the bladder. I could be wrong. I know there was. And also. Especially the guy who's doing it because I I have the movie. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just. Yes. This is. uh, He looks he looks like Laszlo from he looks like. Laszlo from Real Genius had been doing heroin for the last 15 years since college ended and was still hanging yeah. around. A, a real weird setup. And also, yeah, I just sent you that picture too. Look at that. He could easily, he could easily do the Wizenator or just bring like his own vial of urine because, because coach James Conn stands behind him while he's doing, look how jacked Latimer is too. in this one, he's flexing. Yeah, and he put, it kind of like wants to know, but doesn't want to know. Right, right. You don't need to you go know, the full. Yeah, I think it would have been fine. Um, oh, one last thing I have. So they win the final game. Joe Kane shows up outside of uh, outside of Christy Swanson's last final or something. He's in the quad. He's dressed like Ryan and Tulsa's Uncle Gary. He's got the leather jacket on. He's there. And he's like, you know, I just wanted to. He's been through rehab, right? So he supposedly cleaned up. He was drinking too much. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I'm just feeling so good. How do you feel about splitting a six pack? And she's like, what? No. Split a six pack. You're supposed to be clean. (laughs) Yeah. Dramatic. Then he reaches from behind himself. Product placement. And shows her a six pack of Sprite. <laughs> Could you imagine drinking three Sprites in a sitting? That's impossible. No one's weird. ever done that. It can't even be done. That's like the, that's like the <laughs> drink a whole. That. That's like drinking a whole gallon of milk challenge. It can't, it's impossible. No one can drink three Sprites back to back. What? <laughs> Was he, is this like an early like internet that. challenge? No, I was have a six pack Sprite. <laughs> I mean, he really was going for a joke there. The, you it, would know the, been, it would have been great if he had a picture of Shirley Temple. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you want a cocktail? You want to have a picture or two? Virgin. I got Shirley Temple's. Yeah, that was some product placement because he like 
displays the sprite yeah. six pack like you, uh, Just, it's part of the showcase showdown and they and they all have a big laugh like they always did at the end of um chips where they're like oh punch that's hilarious and then they would like freeze frame while they were laughing it was it was a moment like that okay ed we got to get to it we always forget but we can't forget with the program ed oh no hold on nope nope Who's that loud cover? I didn't have my cheat sheet open. Coming all over. Add so many good choices. Halle Berry's in this. Also, no nudity, no sex whatsoever in this movie, the program. Like, yeah, if they remade it today. Yeah, there, there would have to be more sex. There's no sex whatsoever in this movie. It's crazy. Ed, who are you I'm going with? Ed. Could could I be really anybody. Enjoy it. Could, could I enjoy this? Movie. No, I like it too. Could be anybody. Who you got? Who do you have as the loud comer? I think you heard some sounds. No, I I will say there would be competition for this with Alvin Mack. Because he's narrating, he's he's really, you know, oh, he's yeah. very vocal about things. But I'm fairly confident after that Georgia Tech game, Alvin Mack blew his brains out because he yeah, he, he had the leg. saddest life. He, he bought his mom a door knocker yeah. to the shack. Yeah, and he's definitely not going pro. He, you could tell, like he's yeah. done. Yeah. So he's he's not going to be long for this earth. So there's no more there's no more coming for him. He, well, um, yeah. Who is it? I mean, it's got to be Latimer. It's got to be Latimer. Uh, I I agree with you. I could picture I f- picture Alvin Mack being like, "Who oh, baby like the way I'm fucking you? You like how I'm fucking you like that? You like the stick? You know he's he likes to narrate. It. He's like, that's good. This is the best you ever had. Am I fucking you better than you ever been fucked? Like he does all that. But then when it comes to the actual coming portion, he's not. In fact, while he may be a vociferous sexer. He is not a loud comer. He's probably just like a, uh, oh, oh, Alvin Mack just came. Like, he's not a loud comer. Whereas our guy, Latimer. Starting defense. Place at the table. I mean, he read his name on a piece of paper. He's not coming right now. He saw his name on a piece of paper, and this is his reaction. Imagine he what this guy has sex like. I mean, it's probably not far off. Yeah, that's probably it. I don't think there's any question. Normally, I like to I like to dig deep, but Latimer is by, by far the loudest comer. You know who could be an underrated one though? Abraham Ben Ruby oh, good <laughs> playing point. Bud Light. Good point. He did sing. <laughs> I could see him being, you know, singing as it happens. That, yes, absolutely. Yeah, he could do. Yeah, maybe hitting the high notes. Oh, little doggy. Yes. Yeah, like he. he I Abs- can see him doing something like that. Absolutely. Uh, okay, let's wrap it up. Uh, excellent job. Very fun movie. Oh, next weekend, guys. Ed and I, neither of us have seen this movie, but I saw that it was free on Prime, and I know it's it's got to be good because it's early Nicolas Cage. So we're going to be Very able to, early. we're going to be able to see, this is back when he was still, I would argue he's still a great actor, but this is back when, before he'd gone completely bonkers on cocaine and champagne. 
We're going to talk about Valley Girl next week, 1983. Gag me with a spoon. Valley Girl will take your thoughts. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. 949-464-TBLS for Ed Daily. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 339 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We'll see you next week. Lifestyles baller podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do with Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner. Quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. I'm Cumbers Conundrums, my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS.